Stormwood and Associates is a production of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts from actual play to true crime to witchcraft, go to nerdandtie.com or join our community on Discord by finding an invite at nerdandtie.com slash discord. Over a hundred years ago, the dark wizard Hollowell prophesied his return, but Sheriff Ace of Stormwood swore his descendants would stop him. He created Stormwood and Associates with the sole purpose of defeating Hollowell in the future. It failed. Now the young Raz Stormwood and her friends have been framed for a crime they didn't commit, and they've escaped to the Morris Halata underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive operating on the edge of society. If you have a problem, they can solve it. But don't get in their way, or else you might get caught in the eye of the storm. Stormwood and Associates stars Gen Proc as Raz Stormwood, Nick Izumi as Bill Carpathia, Kyle Johnson as Tristan Babbitt, and Trey Dorn as N.K. and Kell O'Reilly. Previously on Stormwood and Associates, the team ran for their lives. Raz Stormwood has been framed for the murder of Barrow Mackay. The uh, dark wizard Hollowell has arisen, sort of, in the sense that he's walking around because it turns out uh, he was sharing a body with Kel this whole time. Kel is now a just a soul stone with some electronics hooked up to it. And uh, the team has booked it to Morris Halata. Morris Halata. We were just there a few episodes ago, but for those who don't remember, Morris Halata is a town of about 15,000 in the state of Halata. It's located 20 miles from the city of Beauregard, which is about 200,000 people. It's uh, in the middle of it, it's the middle of nowhere. It's on the western side of the state of Halata, um, not far actually from Calasorda by car. And uh, the team, upon arriving in town, secured a inexpensive apartment to stay at and hide out in a very familiar apartment building that does not do good background checks. Um, as long as you pay in cash, which our team did. And uh, they have gone into hiding in a two-bedroom apartment. Raz, <laughs> Raz, Bill, Babbitt, Kel in a Box, NK, and Mara. We've all been living in the same two-bedroom apartment. And the title card across the bottom of the screen, after some nice establishing shots through the mountains outside of town, 
and uh, into the desert town. The title screen flashes one month later. And now I need to ask you what you've all been doing for the last month in Morris Halata. Babbitt, what have you been doing for the last month? Um, I've been romancing a middle-aged uh, dwarf woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Her name is Mary. Hi, Mary. <laughs> so you've been romancing the, the owner of the used furniture and supply? Yes. How much time are you spending over at her place? Good, not much. <laughs> okay. You're spending your time in the apartment with how many other people? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bill, what have you been doing? Uh, Bill, I've been uh, studying magic and slamming my head against the wall every time I get home because I'm so frustrated by the fact that I've had to dumb down my vocabulary for this entire town in order to have a conversation with anybody. Wow, Bill's classes. All right. Um, yep. <laughs> Raz? What has Raz um, been doing? Is there a gym of some sort? In, in town at all? Oh, yeah, no, there there are several okay. gyms. Cool. Otherwise, I was going to say, like, like some sort of, like, either she's been, like, at the gym, running, started a new, like, martial art. So there are several gyms in town. Sadly, you can't join the good one because it requires a background check. So yeah. uh, you've had to join the dirt gym. Um, but, uh... It is. Uh, it's got a nice uh, boxing ring for sure, um, and I'm sure you've won a few underground boxing matches there after hours, also. Yep. All right. Oddly enough, NK has been disappearing for large swaths of time with no explanation, and uh, after for, after about two weeks, she started dragging Mara off with her. And, and you don't know what uh, what uh, she's been doing. So yeah, it's things seem to be going pretty slowly as you've been on living on kind of the you know trying to keep a low profile. And uh, about a month in, you all get a text on the burner phones that you've been using to meet NK at the Taco Shack. Okay. All right, well, I'll definitely go over there. All right. Yeah, I'm going. I think we're all going to go. All right. Bill? Okay, so... Okay, so... Um, when you guys left town, you had the motorcycle, you had the Lumina, you had the Golf. I think you didn't take any of the SUVs, right? Correct. Correcto mundo. All right. Bill, your Lumina is not there. When you what? go to get in it. 
Your Lumina's what? not in the parking lot. I... What? What? Damn it! Raz, your motorcycle is there. Nothing's ha No one's touched your motorcycle. Well. Is the golf there? No. But oh. also, NK's asking you to meet her somewhere, so... Yeah. How far away is it? It's a couple miles. It's not unwalkable. Probably, it's only probably like two or three miles. So where's your car? I, I, I don't know. It, it's just gone. Yeah. I, it, I'm speechless. Oh. Did you leave the keys in it or something? No, I didn't leave the keys in it. Why would I leave the keys in it? Someone stole my car. Again. Great. Just great. Well, I don't have a sidecar. I'll walk. Whatever. Babbitt, you want to ride? <laughs> um, I guess I can walk with, with Phil. <laughs> <laughs> So weird. Do you think she might have? Do you think NK stole my car? I'll point out Mara's not there right now. Text oh him. gosh, dang it! <laughs> text NK and Mara. Did you steal Bill's car? Question you, mark. I, which one are you texting? Are you doing a group text? Or are you texting? Group text. Group, group text. text. NK, so you get, NK responds, I don't know, maybe, question mark. Then Mara responds, I don't know what you're talking about, to which NK responds, she probably stole, totally stole his car. Fucking, damn it. Okay. <laughs> I guess we're walking. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, um, Raz, you get to the taco shack in about five minutes. Yep. Um, as we enter the, as you enter the taco shack, it is exactly as we recall the taco shack. You've been here many times since, you know, it's, it's one of the places, your go-to places to get food because you know the owner. And yeah. it's good tacos. And it's got my favorite taco. Yep, and they're still trying. Still sounds like someone's trying to smother a jukebox in there. Bill and Babbitt arrive forty-five minutes later, <laughs> <laughs> sweaty from the a lot of heat. And uh, NK NK was there is there already when you get there. Um, whereas uh, Mara's not, and NK is just. 
just pretty much when when you ask what's going on just says she wants to wait for everybody okay all right so bill and babbitt you walk in and you see raz and nk sitting at a table So we joined them. So okay, um, so for the last month, I know that like we've just been trying to, like, not, not, not have a high profile and stuff, and, um, so, but that that's not going to work out long term. Also, frankly, I just can't spend this much time in a space this small with you, you guys. Like, NK's only been home for, like, six hours a day at the apartment, like, to sleep. There are too many people. Too small space. We need more space. And we need a place to plan, and we need a place to work. So I've been setting something up. Okay. So, okay. This sounds promising. Okay, so, um... Barrow was a very paranoid person about many things, including the banking system. Um, so even though in the, the, the murder investigation, a lot of his assets were frozen, um, he had emergency stashes all over the city of San Ricardo. And so I've been retrieving things on and off with the help of um, Mara and Amy. Uh, by the by the by the way, Bill, Amy Amy says hi, and she wanted me to give you this, and she slides a piece of paper to you. Oh, cool. Are you gonna look at it? Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at it. It's an email and a phone number. Sweet. All right. So, yeah, that's fucking weird. All right. So, um, yeah. So I have a thing that I, so, so, so I got, um, so there's a lot of cash. Um, I don't know if any of you asked where I got the cash to pay for the apartment from. Um, but, uh, there's, there's a lot of cash and, uh, so, so, and, and some other supplies and stuff. And so I've spent the last month setting something up. I set up a shell corporation. Um, and so, so let me show you. And she just like gets up and gestures to follow her and like walks to the back door of the bar, like the back exit. Okay. Yep. I also follow. All right. She exits out into the alley that's back there. You walk by, you walk by Mikhail Enrus's Fox Body Mustang, um, which is parked back there. Then you, uh, across the alley, there is the back of an industrial looking building. Just the same way, it's like some sort of business building. And NK pulls a key out of her pocket and unlocks the door. And opens it and goes in. I follow. Also follow. Sure. 
All right, you enter a large, not really a warehouse. This is a, it's mostly an open space with concrete floor, steel roof, um, cinder block walls. Um, it's, you enter into a large area on the far wall, um, you see a series of eight garage doors that look like they open out to the street. This was maybe like a large like auto maintenance place or it's sort of like between that and a garage like there aren't any floor lifts or anything it's just a smooth concrete floor but like there's a series of eight garage doors like wide garage doors across the other side um to your left you see kind of like an office space that's been carved out so like there's a big open space in kind of like the shape of an l um, that you are in, and then there's kind of a set of offices off to the side. In this area that you're in, you see there's like a, like a, some throw rugs and some furniture that were clearly bought at the used furniture and supply, um, creating kind of like some some desks and like a work area. There's like a lounge area with some couches over by the garage doors. On the wall, there is a... Um, kind of a hodgepodge of monitors that look like they were assembled from various Goodwills, but uh, like are kind of set and almost like uh, just a standard um, like a murder board on a show, like uh, like a bulletin board with the with photos and strings attached. And uh, as you walk in further into the place, uh, you see lying on one of the couches that are kind of in this conversation circle up by the... It, they're actually in front of one of the garage doors. Uh, Mara is lying on one of the couches reading a book. And uh, Bill, to your relief, you also see that parked in this garage next to... Um, next to NK's Golf is your Lubna. Oh, thank God. And... Uh, NK turns around and says, well, so, uh, I bought the building, um, under, under, uh, a new identity. Oh yeah. Um, sorry. These just came in last week and she pulls, um, grabs a folder off of like, there's, there's a conference table, like also in this space and I'll have to, I'll have to drop a floor plan for you guys at some point. There's a conference table with the, uh, and she grabs a folder, like an envelope off of it, like a large vanilla envelope, opens it up and dumps it out on the conference table. And there are a bunch of fake IDs with your photos on them. So, okay. So uh, we all needed documentation and I don't know if I've ever mentioned that I might know how to craft a full legal identity from thin air. Um, and, uh, my guy got back to me with these IDs and, uh, you all have more, you all have a lot of driver's licenses now. So that's fun. Uh, I couldn't be too picky on the new names. So everyone's last name is Smith. Huh. Because... That's 
that's what I could do. And Babbitt, uh, I made Babbitt your first name because I couldn't remember what your first name was. That's kind of hurtful. Oh, okay. Just saying. Oh, so so you know what Babbitt's first name is? Yeah, it's uh, starts with an S. <laughs> starts with a letter, I think. I go by Babbitt. Fine. Raz, you know you know what Babbitt's first name is? Let's see if Jen remembers. Ah. Oh. If Tristan, Jen... isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Isn't it something close to like Tristan? It it is. It suddenly from the suddenly uh, from the push of a button though is a blue hologram of Kel appears in the room. It's freaking Tristan. Oh, yeah, I, I may have broken into the Stormwood office and stole the Coltec display and repurposed its, um, like, emitter for for this. Yeah, so I can't touch anything, I can't taste anything, but I can walk around sharing a face with uh, apparently one of the greatest war criminals of all time, so that's super fun. I can change it for you. I don't... I... I, what else am I going to look like? Ooh, Norm Abram. You could look like Norm Abram. I do not know who that is. He's like a discount Bob Vila. Oh, the... <laughs> Why would I want to look like that? Okay, but honestly, Bob Vila is a discount Norm Abram. Ooh. Now that, that is a hot take. I am so I'm apparently here now oh yeah I hope nobody minds that I took Cal how did no one notice I don't know what have you been doing for the last freaking month yeah nobody checks on Kel I take that back. Raz checked on me, but I was still connected to the new comms that then Raz is, unlike everybody else here, Raz has been wearing her comms. So, like, I've had somebody to talk to besides, well, NK and this asshole, and he gestures over at Mara on the couch. Mara raises a middle finger in the air. So, 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 yeah, it's, um, I figured... This is a good workspace. I have Mara helped me in in integrate some wards in because she apparently knows how to do wards now. Cool. Um, uh, and I figured that uh, we could maybe like take clients of some kind like over at the taco shack and not actually ever let anyone outside of this group inside of the clubhouse which is what I've been referring to this as Mara from the couch goes she has been the only one calling it that yeah I, I've been calling it the garage I think the clubhouse is a better name it's a garage like this is clearly a garage you can put you can put some couches and a carpet on the floor 
but it's still like, that's an oil stain over there. You just, it's, but that's a dumb, it's the, the clubhouse is a better name. Are we really arguing about this? Yep. I mean, like, the fact that we have a secondary HQ is incredibly convenient in the first place. I'm not going to argue with whatever we call it. I'm we could call it the poop it, dumpster so the for all I care. This is being technically paid for by ARC team funds, so this is the clubhouse. And if you have a problem with it, Kel, I can turn off your hologram projector and you can go back to being a little voice in people's ears, unable to actually have regular interactions. Fine, we can call it the clubhouse. Okay. So the goal is that we can we can do business sort of like we can we can keep our stuff here uh i've got um also i got a bunch of weapons um besides the stuff we took out of stormwood uh stored in the offices areas there and um but the idea is is that if we start helping people they're working for people we never let anyone outside of this group of people into this space and with that, there's a knock on the door that you guys came in. Oh, boy. Do we have any kind of people in the door? Yeah, there's a people in the door. Oh, look at the people. It's Mikhail Enris at the door. NK, it's Mikhail. Can I let him in? Oh, yeah, you can let... He, he's been really helpful in securing stuff for, like, helping integrate with... Yeah, yeah, we can let him in. I should say, it's Mikhail Enris in his Dave disguise. Which we would instantly yeah. still recognize. Right, right, you would. It's, <laughs> that's for the audience. That's That's for the audience. I let him in. All right. Mikhail walks in. Hi. I have a bit of a problem, and I was wondering if you could help me out. All right. Um, so he closes the door behind him. As you know, I like to tinker and uh, my experiments are very important to me and sometimes because I am you know obviously uh, technically on the run and I even when not on the run did not have a federal magic license need to acquire certain materials through a black market. You see, what has happened is, is that I was attempting to secure a specific magical battery. Nothing too outlandish, but it was a high, I needed a high capacity magical battery. And I believe too that I secured one through a individual 
who uses the uh, professional name of Gorgeous Mikey. Gorgeous Mikey took my money and promised delivery and then never gave me my item. He has stopped answering my phone calls and emails and texts and Facebook messages and tweets and any other sort of communications I have attempted. I have not tried to slide into his Instagram DMs, but I am willing to, and I am also willing to create a false Tinder profile if that is what it takes. But before we reach that state, I was... That escalated quickly. ...wondering if you could... I know he is alive and well and has not suffered an unfortunate fate because he has been seen. This town only has, you know, 15,000 people in it. It's not a big place. And I was wondering, and I am not a, while I am a skilled user of magic and other spells, I am ethically a non-violent person. And so in an attempt to either retrieve the magical battery owed to me or alternatively the $10,000 I paid Mr. Gorgeous Mikey I was wondering if I could hire you to do the violence parts instead or just get me my thing or the money it's I appreciate your bluntness. If it came to violence, how much how much violence would be okay? Like how much can I, we hurt? I I try not to judge other people and hold them to the same moral standards that I hold myself. Well, we can definitely beat them up. Sweet. I do not care. <laughs> he took I mean, it's not like we don't need the money. He took my money three weeks ago. Of course, I would be more than happy to pay you a handsome fee for your services. Pay me in tacos. I will give you free tacos forever. Maximum five a day. Per person. Alright, team. Looks like we got a job. I would prefer money, due to the fact yep. that I cannot consume tacos. I'll take the tacos. The rest of y'all can get the money. Excellent. Yeah, I could definitely use a little extra cash right now. Let's do this. Okay. Where is this dude? Well, Mr. Mikey appears to do business out of a club on the north side of town. It is the Click Clack Club 
on the north side of town. That is where he does most of his business. I will warn you, he has a reputation for not being the nicest person. Well, that's encouraging. In a bad way. Yes, he is a... He is a rather ornery goblin fellow. I believe he is called Gorgeous Mikey because he is not attractive. I believe it to be an ironic name. Seems legit. And he is, uh, I will warn you, uh, he does have at least one wizard in his employ that I am aware of. That is a uh, a halfling named Wodigan Bell Pepper, and he is a son of a bitch. Dang! It's just don't really me. Meet. Well, don't let me meet his mother. Um. Cool. Let's go beat a dude up. Boop, boop, burp, 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 burp. Sounds good to me. Mikhail nods and Mikhail leaves. So I know you're really excited about the tacos, but, you know, I do miss the part where we had people pay half up front. That would have been great if we had remembered to ask for that before Taco Guy left. That is just, uh... That's just me. Well, you should have said something. You're right there. I, well, I'm, you know, I couldn't exactly, like, have a private conversation. Or stop anybody from doing anything. I don't know. I'm, I'm freaking digital light cast from the ceiling. Kel, digital ghost or no, you are valid. We care about what you think. We want to hear what you have to say. You know, you are very lucky that I am incapable of hitting you right now. See, I missed this part. I missed this part a lot. Yeah, because Kel's going to say his whatever, if you want it or not. It doesn't matter. <laughs> You're going to do it. Yeah. Okay. So, do you guys want me to pull up the map? I can pull up the map. Yeah, where the heck is this club place thingy? Okay, so the giant kind of like wall of old monitors that's been coupled together light up with a map of Morris Salada. So the Click Clack Club is on the north side of town, and that is an obnoxious name. It is apparently called that because it is right next to a very frequented railroad track. So it's clever, you know, because the click-clack of the tracks, you know, it's like, these are these are funny people, apparently. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, a comedy club. No, it is not a comedy club. It oh. is, it is, in fact, just a regular nightclub. I believe it is popular due to its proximity to several of the less expensive brothels in this town. There are a surprising number of brothels in this town. I think it's because we're close enough to the county line where, like, 
uh, in the, the, the county that Beauregard's in, it's, there's no prostitution that's legal, but it's legal here. So, like, people going to conferences there make the trip down. This town is gross. I'm not trying to be judgmental. Sex work is work. But, like... This town is pretty gross, though, to yeah. be fair. Yeah, no. Shrugged. I should say, actually, it's more like the people who come to this town who don't live here are gross, and the people who are here are just trying to survive because this is a terrible economy, and they live in the middle of a desert, and... Where's the tourists? Tourists ruin everything. Yeah. Sex tourists are worse. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... (laughs) uh, That got dark really fast. (laughs) That's how we are. (laughs) This is the world we live in. This is... This is terrible. Okay, so... Do you have any other information on the club, Cal? It's a club. What do you expect me to have? Like, I can bring up creepy Instagram photos from it. Suddenly the screens all are replaced with Instagram photos of... I I guess the nightlife of Morris Halata. Uh... That's what it looks like. If your question is, hey, that looks like a bar with a waterfall behind it and a bunch of cheap bottles of booze and a few expensive ones, which I you know, I am betting I cannot taste it, I cannot check, but I am betting that what is on the label and what is in that bottle are not the same thing. And uh, here's, here's, a, here's a bachelorette party. Because... Some somebody people in this town get married to each other apparently, and this is the sort of place they go. Uh, let me flip through the tags here. Ah, here we go. Here we go. Uh, this is actually useful. Um, and he actually zooms in, and it's a picture, and it's like, uh, this is uh, looks like we got a photo of gorgeous Mikey. It's just gonna ask about that. It's gorgeous Mikey is slightly out of focus in the background of a very drunk girl selfie um but you see a uh a goblin with uh kind of a goblin with a with spiky yellow hair and just like you guys hang out with Babbitt all the time but Babbitt's like super handsome this yeah, is, we're used to like super handsome. You're like you're used to hot goblin. This is the opposite yeah. of hot goblin. Jeez, um, oh, face only a mother could love. Like these very large nasal holes, <laughs> <laughs> and you can see a little bit of snot coming out of one of them. Oh man. And so, yeah, uh, doing some tag searching, and uh, he finds... So, and this is Gorgeous Mikey's actual Instagram account, and it's all, like, just photos of the desert. (laughs) No selfies, huh? Zero selfies. Mm. Who'da thunk? So, yeah. That's a that's so. Are you happy now, Inky? I got you more information. I'm just saying that this is like an easy thing to do, and both of us can do it. But you're the one wired into the actual computers, 
and doesn't have to grab a keyboard and doesn't have to like do the work. You can just do it. And that's fine. And I Cal, like I think what she's trying to say is that there are certain things that both of you can do, but now you can do it better than any of us. Yeah, but I was being more condescending about it. My name is Trey Dorn, and I was your GM for this episode. Joining me, as always, were Nick Izumi as Bill, Kyle Johnson as Babbitt, and, of course, Genprock as Raz Stormwood. Stormwood and Associates is a production of Nerd and Tie. You can find more information at nerdandtie.com slash stormwood. You can also find us on social media at Nerd and Tie on Twitter, nerdandtie.tumblr.com, and facebook.com slash nerdandtie. This podcast can be subscribed to on anywhere that major podcasts are found, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and uh, quite a few other places, and anywhere that takes an RSS feed as well. To be continued. Hey, while you're still here, let me tell you about another podcast on the Nerd and Tie Network. And that's Let's Be Legendary. Let's Be Legendary, the Fey Wild West, is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play game. So, an actual play game like this one, but like, you know, in a system people actually use in the real world. Set in a homebrew Wild West steampunk world, uh, the Fey Wild West follows two people discovering what it means to be in a relationship, all the while seeking revenge and learning the truth of their pasts. Let's Be Legendary podcast is an LGBTQ plus podcast with both main and minor characters as well as players falling under the queer blanket. A heavy RP game with a focus on story and characters. And you can hear it every week here on the Nerd and Tie Network. And you can find all of their subscription information and links at nerdandtie.com slash legendary. <laughs>